Hello everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of Three Pints of Lager Out of Football Debate <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> well, um, you're here with me, Richard, Sam, I'm Josh. It was another quiet week of football, another quiet week in the library as they say. Um, <laughs> where, where do you want to start? You want to start in the blue corner with Des Kelly and then the red corner, Jurgen Klopp. Mm. Yes, interesting interview from Jurgen and Des. Jurgen's feeling the pressure a bit with the fixture pile-up. Yeah, it was good to see Des Kelly backing himself up. I thought Des held himself well, but I think he knew what he was doing. He knew what buttons to push. Ah, he got a good interview out of him now. First interview I've seen sort of Klopp be defeated. I don't know if that's the right word, but I think he was sort of shot down. Nobody knows points. Um, every manager can through the same thing at the minute. Injuries, fucking fixture pile-up. But uh, Liverpool's just got up really unlucky at the minute with um, injuries. But no, that was, that was a good watch anyway. I I think he's uh he's raised a valid point in scheduling and all, but he's doing it in the wrong way. It should be a chat with the Premier League. But I like what he's done because nobody's talked about how bad Liverpool were against Brighton. Liverpool <laughs> Liverpool were shocking. Everybody's mm. talking about Jurgen Klopp. And I think that's brilliant. Jose Jose Mourinho's famous for that. And if Jose done it, he'd be haha that shit house Jose, oh you wily card. But Jurgen's doing it and he's been painted out to be a villain. I do think he lost his cool because he had far decisions go his wrong way. He didn't get the win and another injury to the world's sexiest man, James Milner. But you know times are bad when Milner gets injured. Mr. So fucking reliable. I, you know. I want my daughter to marry a guy like James. But um, that's what I think. I think he's he's come out in such a way where he's protecting the players. Nobody, nobody has mentioned that Liverpool were terrible against Brighton and they were. Aye, they were pretty poor now, aye. But, um, they got lost there if they just sort of scored their first penalty. There's two penalties against Liverpool last year. Both like missed the target. Like not hit the post, the bar, oh, right, or right. saved. They've missed the target. Can sit on Brighton. I guess it was the same as the Brighton. I just right out by the post. Yeah, it, what do you call your boy? Missed that penalty. Mopai. 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 He doesn't do well against the big teams. Don't remember that Man United game. He done the wee semblance at the camera. He does well against the. Team. No, he has like well, not that he doesn't do good. He just has a very eventful game. I you sure. know, full He's issues, and then he was subbed off, and he wasn't happy, and it was. He's who got rid of Gondouzi. Gondouzi, sure. Andrew oh. Leno in the same match, and all. Yeah. Uh, He's, he has a shit house like that. I love him. Ah, it's funny, like I. He's got that. Where's he from? Australia. Oh, was he? Uh, Australian. Is he? I don't know that myself either. Ah, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah. no, I think so. 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 Because David Louise got rid of him, like, <laughs> fucking killed him. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's career over, like, you think? I hope not, because he's a cracking player, like, but Ryan Mason, Hull was at the time, he, yeah, he suffered the same thing um, and he had to retire. Was he 27 or something? I seen him on speaking saying he thought it was a disgrace that they allowed David but, Louise to play on. Was. And his head was still bleeding in all during the match. Shocking, like, still, aye. But, um, no, we hope Louis, or, uh, Royal Jimenez gets better because he's a cracking player and. You wouldn't want to wish that on anybody. I'd but say it's definitely out for the rest of the season, aren't we? I'd say so. But yeah, well, soon, Ralph. Right, yeah, right, sure, spell. But, Sam, um. You're sorry, did you did you see it live? No. Oh, we were, but we were I have watched it and it's. And the noise. Oh, I, 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 I literally was sick, man. 
I had to really dig on YouTube to get a video of it because BT don't have it up. Uh, they don't want to show that. They tried to get rid of it. Aye, I, but you know, so I had to get some Nigerian cub with an illegal stream. But here, what do you call that? Arsenal fans TV, like the one with the big guy Robbie and all that. Is that just Arsenal AF- fans? TV? Uh, they, it's AF TV now. Uh, did you see them watching the Wolves game? No. And they were even arguing amongst don't themselves. There's like a, I, they're a bit embarrassed into Arsenal. Don't I find like them. No. They're not good for Arsenal. But they were just saying like they haven't got any further under Arteta and Emery, which I totally disagree with. Even though their league position tells you differently. Well, they're actually a point better off than last season. So. When was Emery site last year? Uh, last time last year. Uh, oh, roughly, so, roughly, like yeah. more or less to the day. I write on Christmas Day. So say you rewind it back a year. Are you happy? Well, obviously you're not happy where they're at, but do you see progress enough to think oh, there's something there, or do you think it's just fucking? Not ugh. really. I don't see progress. Like, but I think. Arteta should be given the chance to finish out the season and Aye. see what he can do. I think if they're big enough to give him the job, big enough to let him finish the season. But I don't know, can't see much. It, had, is it Ozil we need? Or is it C- C- Ericsson they're going but Fuck Ericsson. I've seen, uh, seen a couple of things there, 12 million for Ericsson. I'd be happy enough with that. Fuck 12 million. Great player. He's <clears throat> only 27 as well. Aye. Is he? 27. Fuck, I feel like he's been around as long as that Years, young talent Theo Walcott. He's just not doing it very well on Inter, so I'd be happy enough to take him back. We need we need somebody like that that's going to break defences, because at the minute, nobody's doing that for us. I think, in fairness to Arteta, he's solidified. He's like, he used to leak goals like mad and then outscore the other team. Now he just can't score, but you don't concede that many. No, defence is really good. Gabriel's put in good enough defence. And Partey hasn't got his chance really to play for us yet. Injury, but uh, uh, got that boy Gabriel, brilliant, uh, brilliant defender, absolutely, st- absolute steal he's got him for. There's but nobody really beside him either, but it's doing much. Arsenal's team on paper one the one. I don't know. I seem to like them all, but they're just not clicking. Uh, I was going to ask you that if you look at the Arsenal's starting eleven or even just their squad. If you were going into this January window, what three players would you sell? Three out of the like, out, out of Arsenal squad, what three players would you get rid of in January to try and bring in somebody new? Lacazette for definite, like, 100% Lacazette. Uh, well, I don't know why we ever got him. You <laughs> 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 oh, absolutely hate him, like, terrible. Awful, he doesn't do anything. Ah, uh, Pepe maybe, I don't know. Ah, they're talking about getting rid of Pepe. He's been there a good while now and done nothing. He's uh, under a couple of different managers and none of the tactics are working for him. He showboats and gets on as if he's good, but doesn't seem to have an end product. I, I just look at it and if you look at it on the surface, it's maybe not a bad squad, but the more you look at it, you just and the more you think, think about it. He alters the squad too much as well, but puts Zaka like a left wing back and puts Zaka as a left attacker, no plays consistency. a five at the back, plays a four at the back. Like, I don't know if Arsenal are really that bad or if everyone in the Premier League has got really good. Because even if you go to Europa League, I know it's crap, but we win every game 3-4-0. And every team we play in the Premier League seems to be really hard for us. I think but we've played like Wolves, Leicester, Leeds and Villa with the last four teams. And they're all actually really good teams this year. Just mm-hmm. Maybe the whole Premier League's just way better. I think the Premier League has got better because you look at teams Chelsea. like Leeds, Villa now... <laughs> There's the original top six. You have Everton, Leicester, Wolves. Like there's ten good teams in the Premier League. Southampton. Southampton as well. Yeah, brilliant uh, teams. But I I look at Arsenal, and on paper it looks like a good squad, but 
I think the more you look at it and the more you think at it, Hector Bellerin has been there since Wenger's there. Is he a really good right back? I don't think so. Aye. The only good thing he had was that pace. I think he's lost that now. He's come back after his uh, bad injury. What was it? He had leg break or something. But I think he's come back good now. I, I don't rate Bellerin. David Louise is a calamity. Centre back partnership as well. Keep one person beside Gabriel. He's maybe just he hasn't found his best eleven yet. You know, I know it's fucking a year into the job, but I think it took Klopp a good while. Guardiola probably tinkered for a while just to find a fucking eleven. That's our eleven with four or five people on the bench we'll bring on if we need to change and stuff. He's probably still figuring that out. You used, used to get the old fucking saying, "Oh, he needs two or three transfers." You don't get that in football anymore. Well, What's he really had? He had a shit summer. You know, nobody had a good preseason because of this COVID bullshit. Well, we had good signings like Gabriel. And it should have been William, should have been a good signing. And Partey, like that's. Yeah, Partey's a brilliant he, signing. He's brought in three good players that's the core of the team, like defence, centre, mid, and attacking midfielder. Uh, like, that should have been his signings, or making a Partey hasn't been playing. That should have been him making a statement on the team, but it hasn't done anything. Do you, do you worry about Aubameyang? Uh, no, not really. It's not his fault. I can see he's making the run stuff. They're not going to him, but the balls aren't going the way they were. And every striker will get that wee dip at some point, do you know what I mean? He's, he's, st- he's, still, he's still making the right runs. Like. He hasn't missed any big opportunities. Like his son missing the big opportunities. But Aubameyang's not getting the ball to his runs that he's used to do. Um, you just play Spurs away at the weekend. Do you think, if you just get absolutely pumped, 5 or 6 nil by top, do you think that's the end of Arteta? Do you think ones will start calling for his head, but I, uh, I don't think it'll be the end of them. Ones will definitely start calling for his head, and I definitely think we probably will get pumped because pff, Arsenal have never done one on Jose Mourinho. So fair enough. And we're playing absolutely woeful in the Premier League. Oh, unless that's the time now to turn the season around, beat Mourinho for the first time, beat Spurs away from home. What a game! Everybody loves Arsenal again. You know <laughs> I mean? Next week we'll be talking about Arsenal. Um, <laughs> the, the team, the team's beneath you, but you can't. The table never lies, and you're fourteenth, a quarter of the way into the season, and there's Palace, Brighton, Fulham. Fulham have scored more goals than you. Uh, West Brom, Burnley, and Sheffield United, all behind you. Um, right, but Man City's only two points ahead of us. So ah, with a game in hand, though, what's yeah, forget the game in hand. You hit the next ladder. Points on the board. No, um, a, a manager who might be under pressure. Chris Wilder. Worst start from a Premier League team ever. Sheffield United. Is it? Mm-hmm. Even Derby. Yeah. Aye, Worse than Derby. One point out of ten Holy games. Shit. Losses, one Only down. scored four goals as well. What do you think is wrong with them this year? Uh, I think it's a bit like, what's the other teams? Hall and stuff. One second season. season Aye, second season, that's on. One season wonders, was going to say. But was, uh, second season syndrome in the Premier League. They were so close to getting... Uh, Europa League football team mm. but wasn't for that goal and the very well, now they are they're well they're, well it's so tight around the bottom you wouldn't say they're real nobody's really good after 10 games normally but you can sort of get an idea but it's fucking tight around the bottom like there's Sheffield United are in the fight oh, and I don't are. think they have the player to get out of it I don't think Fulham and Burnley will right <laughs> call um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem with Sheffield United is they've spent nearly 40 million pounds on two strikers you aren't good enough. Brewster. Bruce, <laughs> I, I rate Brewster. Like Bruce How much did they spend? About 40 million. And who's on, Ollie McBurney and Ryan, Ryan Brewster. I think Brewster. Did they just. Did, 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 Ollie McBurney's been there last year, but he, he was on loan, was it? No, they bought him last oh, year. Right, right, right. Um, Ollie McBurney is like Dwight Gale, a great championship striker, but can't do it in the Premier League. 
and they've spent a lot of money on him. He can't score. Like their top scorer last year had six goals. Sheffield United. They've brought Ryan Brewster, who I think could be a brilliant what striker. Ryan Brewster. 20? Uh, I, even. I, mean, but I, I think he could be brilliant, but he's went to the wrong club. He is, isn't it? From us, yeah. From we have a buyback clause, like a funny um, time we want to say. Never really good for you. I think it's 20 if you're not breaking it here. You're not making it. He was great for Swansea mm-hmm. last year. Uh, I think well, Klopp just couldn't really find a lot of game time for him. Um, but he's not proved at Premier League level. Like He's still learning, really. And I just think the lack of goals will hurt them. I will they beat West Brom at the weekend. So. Do you think there's a, a thing they maybe think they're better than what they are because they overperformed last year? I know Chris Wilder's not a type manager let, but... You know, no matter no, what I your don't. manager says, like you're, you're gonna, we're, no. we we survived so so well last season. We did, we weren't in a fight for relegation at all. But they've just fought. We'll probably finish mid table this year, and it's just fucking backfired massively on them because I can't see them really coming out from that because <clears throat> at one point like that's they need what thirty nine points from twenty eight games. It's really hard. Their last Premier League win was on the eleventh of July against Chelsea. Sorry, <laughs> didn't even happen then. I know, I know. They lost their last three games the last season as well, so they haven't won a Premier League game in 13 games. No, look, I, I like Sheffield United. Um, I hope they can stay up, because I think they're great for the Premier League. I think Chris Wilder's a great manager. Can't see it. But one point from 10 games doesn't look good. Um, I think they will spend in January. I think their owner's willing to back them. Uh, they have a great player, that kid, um, Santa Burge. Mm. Brilliant player, absolutely quality. But um, do you know who I hope does relegate? Burnley. I think Burnley will. Burnley they are the Burnley's most gone. boring team I've ever seen. You leave Burnley alone. I like Sean Dyche. Fair play, he's kept Burnley in the league for a lot of years. But they are fucking awful to watch. Every game, no, no, one, no, no, no. Beat zero four, zero three. Like they think their aggregate score against Citizens in the Premier League is like twenty five one or something. Oh, twenty five now. Their last five games. Yeah, fucking awful. Tata. I know we're not talking about Burnley tonight, but I just wanted to add no, that. No, we're I, back. I, I despise them, Burnley. I despise them. Was it the weekend too? Man City. That was five now. Man City. Was that at Turf Moor? Turf Moor, Turf Moor, happy place. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 um, no, no, no. That was it. That was it. Yeah, but um, no, I, I said at the start, I think Burnley will go down. Um. I think the writing's on the wall. They've only scored four goals as well. They don't have any good strikers really either. But um, I think I do think Dice's done a great job keeping the Premier League for as long as he has with the budget he has. Uh, um, no, he I like Sean Dice. He's original talk and he's just you know to the point. There's no bullshit with him. But that Burnley team are so boring. Hoof the ball. Hope for a flick on a goal. Well, we're oh. going to go on to something that I. I'm fucking bored to tears with. VAR. We uh, haven't spoken about it yet. I don't want to, I haven't wanted to speak about it because that's, that's, a great, that's a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> These Liverpool boys love this VAR. If they don't win the league, you know who beat them? VAR. Well, sure, when we won the league, Liverpool. Liverpool. <laughs> oh, oh Liverpool, your best player last season was the referee. Oh, are they VAR? Like, <laughs> I want a serious discussion, but at the time it was coming in, I was a one. I was an advocate for it. I wanted it, um, because I think the referees in this country are so abysmal, they're so pish that a system could be brought into place to get help them get it right. Just like Charlie Austin said, they clearly need help. Exactly, Charlie Austin was right. Charlie Austin was right, but 
fuck me, they still can't get it right because the people operating it are fucking idiots. I don't know what's going on with it. Like, that's just If they were to scrap it, now would you like to say scrap? <laughs> Woo! Scrap the fucker. Get rid of it. I'd be happy with it going too, guy. That's the point, point I would. I would I would like to see it scrapped, but I think it could be saved. I think VAR can work. A lot of the decisions, like, we can clearly see as people that that was the wrong decision. Did you see the Ogbonna foul on Ollie Watkins? Oh, my God. Oh, yes. my God. And they put that ball down to offside, and he was fouling him, which made him offside. Exactly. His took, arm. Took his fucking arm. Off, took the words off Jimmy Carragher, but... Exactly. Totally right. It's true, but it's right because it was offside because he was being fouled. But they can't see the foul even though it's a fucking rugby tackle. It's the exact yeah. same as Maguire on Aspliqueta. It's the exact same thing as carbon copy. They didn't get it right then. They didn't get it right now. And then they came out after the match and said, "Oh no, it wasn't a foul." It's madness. The whole who the fuck is in charge of this? The offside ones as well are all wrong. If you have, if you have to have a degree in geometry and get out the protractor <laughs> and draw a line and take. Five minutes to decide if a goal is onside or offside, then it should be deemed as onside. If you ah, need 100%. to draw a line, it's onside. Yeah. Like, yes, I agree. I. What's the one thing? What were you talking about? The Dutch The Dutch league. They're giving like a 10 centimetre. Right, so each lane's drawn at five centimetres, and if they overlap at all, the uh, VAR room can't make a decision on it. So that means it's not that badly wrong, you know, the referee or linesman hasn't. Uh, I get what you're saying, but I, I think they'll still. Well, that's, no, that's a really good system, actually. I just think if you need more than three replays, I think you should go over to the monitor and you're given 30 seconds. If you can't make your mind up in then 30 seconds, it's not clear and obvious and it shouldn't be given. Like, that's not enough grounds to overturn. Aye, the clear and obvious decision isn't clearly working for them. Like, even, not, aye, I like the clear and obvious thing, but they're not, they're not implementing that right either. Like, even James Milner, the nicest guy in football, has come out and said, it's clear and obvious we need to chat about VAR. Yeah. He must have had one too many Ravenas, but fucking hell. But like here here's one for you. De Bruyne, De Bruyne came out the other day and said they're changing the rules that much, we don't even know what football is. I agree. Do you I know how many rule changes there's been in football in the last four years? More than there has in the last hundred years. But put a number on it. Guess what number? In the last four years. Seven. Seven. Forty. Hundred and seventy eight. That's rule changes. In the last four years. Shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of that's tweaks and changes of the wording, but how can you keep up with 178 uh, rule changes in four years? It's madness. Re- referees don't have a clue. Players don't have a clue. You see a player go down the box now, and you're like, what the fuck's happening? I know. It's a fucking joke. And ah, as a farce, I know. Definitely. Like, I, I do think the technology's right for it. They're putting too much effort into that, but instead of letting the game flow... Yeah, I don't even. It's all about that now. Instead, of I don't even it. care about the game flowing as long as they get it right. But, no, but I don't they're want, not getting it right. I don't want football turning into like the NFL where it's a twenty seconds stop, no, twenty seconds stop. I'm, like, I'm not chatting that, but rugby union can make it work. I want to see a couple of changes where there's only two grounds in the league which don't have the big screens: Anfield and Old Trafford, mm-hmm. and every other ground. If they put up on the screen what we're seeing on TV, yeah. You get the crowd reaction. That right. help. That helps you. It doesn't pressure you. It helps you. I want to hear what the VAR is, assist, is saying to the referee. Like right. you do in rugby union, you hear the conversation. Yeah. I don't want to see any more of that protractor stuff. You get rid of that and get rid of the fucking clowns who are in charge because they don't have a notion. I hear that comment a lot used by people. This is what they do in rugby. This is what they do in rugby. A lot of people say that. So why do they not just do that if that works? Because, because football... They think FN are too proud they think they're better than anything else 
People at the top think they're fucking the pinnacle of sport and direct and management and they're too proud to admit we've got it wrong. That's why VAR won't be scrapped. They've invested too much money in it and it's been around too long now for the people in charge to go, oh, hold, hold on, we've made a mistake here. You could just pull it back a bit. Biggest problem with me with VAR is that you were actually the first one I ever say to me when it first came in. Yeah. It takes that whole excitement. You know when a goal scored and you all go fucking mad, yes. But now you don't do that. You wait 20 seconds to see if it goes in, and then it's like, oh yes, we did score actually. Aye, there's there's none of that initial adrenaline burst, arms flailing everywhere, pints being thrown around oil grannies in the pub, punching your best mate because he supports the other team. There's none of that anymore. I, I think that can be fixed, but because if... I think it's ruined already. I don't think it can be brought back. No, I, I, think, I don't I want think it fixed. I think it can. I think there's a place for it, but... No, but football's a game of human error. It's human, you know what I mean? Aye, I know. The, the errors agree. make the game too, do you know what I mean? Because that's what you fucking talk about, like... We're talking about VAR too much after every game. Do you know what I mean? VAR, VAR, VAR. Well, and you're VAR. not talking about the football. We were talking about VAR like after the Liverpool-Brighton game. We're talking about VAR. We're not talking about how straight Liverpool or whatever else. Every game's a VAR decision. See, you're not talking about football, the quality of the players, the quality of this, da 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 da, da. Well, It's just, exactly. it needs gone. It fucking needs gone. And if there's a shit refereeing decision and we're all crying for it, I come back in two years' time, I don't fucking on our heads be it. But it just needs to get any human error. It's a game of human error. Play be human people. Referee be human people. Manage be human people. That's the way it should be done. So, Goal line technology is fantastic. It's worked. Brilliant. But that's easy cool. enough technology. But VAR, as you say, it's protractors and fucking decimal points and lines and fucking... Them lines they draw aren't even straight. I no, you're not lines. even straight. What are they doing with the lines? Who's standing there and doing that? And the other problem I have is that when an offside <laughs> decision... Doing that. <laughs> I, I, all they could draw a straighter line. I don't know what's going on with them lines. And the other thing I noticed about it too, see off the, like when they freeze it, I always think the ball's not actually left. Like it's too late after it's left the player's foot when they freeze it. I said that's me. Do you know what I mean? And you're talking millimeters, then that's not fucking accurate. Get rid of the fucking thing. That's okay. Me. Sorry. Well, no, there we go. Not not that the FA or the PGM. What do you think, Graham? Gonna listen to us, but if anyone else has any opinions on that, could you please let us know? I get in the comments if you have an opinion on this. Let us know. Send us a text. Get into the comments. You know, if you have any topics you want us to cover. That we haven't covered, let us know. Like we're you willing to oblige. Probably the best podcast in the <laughs> world. dot com. <laughs> Sponsored by Carlsberg. Carlsberg sent me a DM too. Budweiser last week. Carlsberg exactly. Carlsberg. You know, go off the back. Oh, I never said what we were drinking. Richard's on a Carlsberg. Yeah, I'm on a Budweiser, and Josh is on a coffee. But we'll not talk about that. I'm being responsible. I'm lifting my father later. Virgin. But um, <laughs> somebody who wasn't responsible. Edison Cavani. <gasps> We're not, we're not going to say what he pop on uh, Instagram, but it was the N-word. And not naughty. But um, they're talking about a potential ban. Do you, do you think because you think he should be banned? Because the way he used it was in a friendly manner. He's new in this country, and from where he's from, that's, it's a, not necessarily a term of endearment, but it's not a bad... It's not a racial slur either. He didn't mean it in a racial way. Where was he playing football before that? PSG. How many people get abused in France all the time? Lots. There you go. I do said before this that I didn't think he did, but just after I thought about that, maybe do, he does. Of course he does. Like, do I'm not saying through the book that I'm like Suarez, where he got an eight-game ban. What does the word actually translate to? Black. What? Uh, the N-word. I I don't think it's actually the N-word. Is no, it not like Negretto or something like that? There. It's like uh, the trans- Uruguay, Uruguayan. It translates ah. to "thank you, black." Aye, but um, they're chat, they're <laughs> chatting, they're, they're chatting about um a three match ban. 
do you think that's just or no I don't think it is look I 100% agree with the fact he's been in France he knows the cultural references from South America the sorry <clears throat> Europe and England and France wherever he's played but just warn him look Edison lad calm down don't use the word in England. If you use it again, then we'll fill the book. Just give them a warning. Everyone's too politically correct now, but that's a debate for a different podcast. That's a debate for the House of Commons podcast. But no, don't that, give them a ban. If Just, somebody else has got banned, like, why shouldn't he? A lot, I, people, a lot of people get banned for it. What? Because he's only been here a week, he doesn't get banned. I think if the FA don't take action, it makes the look of every Premier League game, the start, the start of every Premier League game looks stupid because like, the referee blows his whistle and they all take the knee. It's uh, Black Lives Matter. That has been the thing since July, since football's come back. And if they don't throw the book at them, if they don't give them a ban, if they don't punish them, they look like hypocrites. It comes back bad on them because like Suarez can't get his games back for his ban when he was racist. So why should? There's also a thing about educating people too on it. There, there is. You and know, that's why I'm not Suarez saying Suarez has also played for Uruguay and was also in but he, last time. The difference is Suarez meant it. In a, yeah. a racial way, in a racist way. But I'm not. I'm not saying ban them for eight games. I'm not saying hang them out to dry. I'm saying yes, educate them. Also, action needs taken. Like you have to let them know that you're in England now. This stuff can't go on. Mm. I I don't know. I just I I just don't like this whole. You know. He's played well too. Oh, hey, Brian. Jesus Christ! He ruined my weekend. I was eight. Dad played really but well. Ollie's still on the job. Ollie's at the wheel, guys. Keep him there. But um, uh, no, I, I, I just think if the FA don't take action, they look stupid. They look like hypocrites. I know what you're saying. I do like uh, and, and it makes the whole Black Lives Matter campaign look cheap. It's just, it's all about going against Man United. That's all it is. <laughs> but uh, uh, we'll, we'll get on to a cheerier subject. So we want a good debate topic we come up with one the other day and it's not necessarily our best starting 11 ever in the Premier League time it's Favourite maybe our favourites mm-hmm. like yes they have to be good but I'm talking about who, who's, who's good who, like your favourite who would you pay money to see like Cole Turry for example clearly not the best centre back ever in the Premier League but he was really good, was an invincible team, and you could class him as one of the greats. Yeah, a bit of a character. It was a funny guy. We like Colo. Exactly. Cole. Did you ever hear the story about him, the slide title on Henri Burkhardt? Brian. The Burkhardt. Brian. Brian. But, um, so that, that's just what we're aiming to do. Um, who, who wants to go first with their... Go you ahead, Richard. You're taking the lead. No bother. Oh, I thought we were going to discuss the position at the time. Give me a reason. We'll discuss it. Oh, yeah, well, well, but we just maybe want to go through... Uh, or do you want to do it that way? Do you no, want no, to do it? No, I, I will go position each. Position yeah. each. Right, so if I'm doing my oh, favourite... Who do your goalkeeper? He does his goalkeeper. That's what I'm, I'm just going to say. My team's going to be in a 4-4-2. Because anybody who knows me knows my saying as football peaked in 2006. <laughs> it was the best whenever the Premier League was there. The kits were better, the players were better. And everything was just nicer. But, and there was no VAR. No VAR. That's that. <laughs> but um, my... Favourite goalkeeper in Premier League history is who I think is the best keeper in Premier League history. Uh, people will remember Schmeichel as the best. I think Petr Cech is the best goalkeeper in he Premier was, League history. He was mine. He was mine. Big Petr Cech. Ah, well, two good ones, but just because <coughs> I would have probably picked Cech as well. There's also all the ones you could pick, such as Schmeichel, David Seaman, David De Gea. But I'm going to say I'll go for Joe Hart, four golden gloves. 
most of the Premier League history and two Premier League titles. So that's definitely a Joe Hart. That one's for you, Colin. <coughs> but Schmeichel was a, a fantastic goalkeeper. Like it's the son. It's, that, this is the problem with these 11s. There's so many amazing exactly, players left out. But no, I know. Schmeichel deserves a, a, a special mention. Is it mention. your favourite? That's not. No, no. We're not necessarily chatting the best. We're looking the favourite. Hi. So what? Hi. So no. Well, Peter Chegg would be mine. I. Your favourite. Yeah. Hi. Alright. Yep. Yeah. So we'll go on to right backs. Um, I've been thinking about this all day. Well, I had one from the very start, and I know Gary Neville's number one. Gary Neville's obviously the best Premier League right back ever. I go with Ivanovic. Great shout. Great shout. Good player. Brilliant. Did, Very good player. Did some great things in the Premier League. Won a good few titles. He was solid, like. Um, uh, I think Azpilicueta would deserve a shout. I think very underrated guys. Like, Chelsea's James Milner. Will play anywhere. Not so reliable. Not so reliable. Go, does everything. Play every minute of every game of every season. And keeps the same haircut. Um, but for, for me, uh, Azpilicueta. But for me, my favourite right back is Trent. Mm. You're sticking for Trent. Then? I'm going. I'm going for Trent because he's not necessarily the best ever right back. I don't think he's that great defensively, but he's given me some of my best moments in supporting Liverpool. Uh, I think he's just a joy to watch. Um, as a sexy right foot, my God. And, and Josh, also, I'm going to go for Gary Neville because I, I love him. Sky Sports. I do like Gary. I hate him when he was a player. He was a brilliant right back, won many league titles in Man United, year and nine, I don't know many won, but steady, consistent. And Jamie Carr goes wrong. People do want to grow up and be a Gary Neville. We <laughs> <laughs> do now, we Trent Carr. Oh, Jesus Christ, England has about 19 right backs. Aye, I, I, I think right. that's one of their biggest fucking headaches for the Euros. Who the fuck the pen at right back? Obviously it's going to be Trent because he's the best in the league, but Gary Neville has to get a mention, so he's yep. going to be mine. So your, your centre-backs, lads, who, who? Ah, I just, just Google, I'll go my first one here was... Rio. Rio Ferdinand, obviously. Very good. Great, one great best, player. One Everton and one of the greatest hey, teams. When I asked you, who do you think was better, Rio or Vidic? Well, Rio, that's why I picked him. I bet. Well, it's a bet. Sorry, Richard. Sorry, Richard. Talking dicky. But, like, who, who do you think was better, Vidic or Rio? I think Vidic. Because every time Liverpool played, he was fantastic against Torres. He cancelled Torres out every game. He never done a mistake against Torres. Torres can never score by Vidic. Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> so, here we go. No, but I think Vidic, because even Man United, men you hear them, they seem to love Vidic more than Rio. I don't know. could be totally wrong, but I just seem to share things more about Vidic. Ah, oh, Vidic has been tired. Rio was also a racist, but... Okay. Um, <laughs> Not a racist. So, who, who, who's then your uh, one of Sammy Hippie. Sammy Hippie. I love Great Sammy Hippie. Great shout. Great um, show. Brilliant, I know, it was good. Probably not like obviously and the greatest eleven of all time, but like Sammy was like the centre half and I was growing up falling in love with football, was a great defender, scored some really important goals like against Juventus um in the two thousand five time music, so he would be in mine. Sammy happy. That's great. Um I've actually just completely changed my mind there right now. I was going to say Virgil. Because he's sexy as fuck, my god. Oh, what guy. But also he's just perfect at everything. Um but I'm gonna change my mind. I'm going to go Daniel Lager. Oh, Daniel yeah. Lager. Love Big Uh Big loyal guy. Could score a 30-yard pile driver if he wanted to. Great defensively. Um, was what, uh, as you said, at the time I was growing up supporting Liverpool, um, learning how to love football, Daniel Lager was coming onto the scene. Yeah. And it was just... I think Liverpool struggled to replace him for a long time. Yeah. Until Virgil <clears> came in, but... I'm going to go with uh, Daniel Lager is one of my favourite centre-backs. 
Suppose there were ones we haven't mentioned, John Terry. Oh, still no, we're still on. Oh, we're still on. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm jumping the gun. Sorry. My second one's Vincent Company. Then, great, great shout, good player. Don't really need to mention much more about him. No, I broke my heart when he scored that screamer against Leicester. That's so, oh, I'm a bastard. One of my favourite goals in the Premier League. He Brian. sort of epitomises what side came from, you know, nothing to fucking Premier League winners and, yeah. you know, a major. He was at the core of the whole He was there the whole time. He was and even since he's left, Pep hasn't been able to replace him. 100%. Um, I'm going to go John Terry. Good. I'm glad somebody said John that. Terry. Josh tried to ruin it. Yeah, uh, John Terry, look, say what you want about him. Uh, maybe a racist. Was on proof, but um, that's enough of that stuff. Aye, uh, not a racist. He was a loyal husband. One of England's best ever centre backs. A really good goal scorer too. Is over Love forty racing. Premier League. Uh, I think it's forty six Premier League goals. But um, Brian Tackle is the most. He's captained the club to the Premier League most times out of anybody with five, but more importantly, he has a top shagger. Uh, his wife, <laughs> man, top jagger. Also, Paul Catwanker, one of the best ever. No. Like, my God, what an absolute hero! He was. That was. That was. But that, that more or less the only reason to put him in was top jagger for me. I'm going to go big Tony Adams. Aye, Brian, from the Tony old Adams. school. From oh, the old school. Premier League leaders, boys. Now he was. He was the last of a dying breed, I think, for centre half. Just could have fucking played on me. Blood gushing out his fucking eyes and just a real hardy defender. I didn't have been crying about him having a concussion. No. Iconically, I saw him Arsenal have been messing. Aye, it's just that big, strong centre half, brick wall. It's a Tony Adams for me. Go on to left back now, and left back's a place I've struggled thinking I about all day. Just after what you said, and I'm going to bring in, well, I mean, not really, but I'm going to say Wayne Bridge. Like, just, Wayne, ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Just John Terry being a top shagger. No, I've got enough shag. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good enough shag. A no. mediocre shag. No, I'd hate to go Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole, I'm, I'm the same camp. Best, I think, one of the best left backs there is, ever. There, there's no one else bar Patrice ever that even touches him. Robo. But look, um, Not enough I, yet, but Ashley Cole, I think he's one of the best left backs ever. One Premier League's, he's an invincible. I won Premier League's for two teams. Am I right in saying he's won the most FA Cups ever? Arsenal cool. player. He would have done that. I think he's won the most FA Cups ever. I suppose he's with Arsenal when they won a couple of Chelsea, Chelsea when they were sort of. Yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. He was with Arsenal whenever they were the dominant team, and then left whenever Chelsea became the dominant team. So his agent must be a fucking wonder. <laughs> but um, I actually cool. Josh, have you anybody for left back or <laughs> who are you thinking? No, actually cool is like one of the sort of thing that I started on. Actually cool was the first one that came in. Dennis Irwin for United was Irwin, one that you show, see you know, sort of battered about a bit. Un- underrated. I never really see much of him, so I'm not going to no, say it's kind of before our time. That's why I say too. I just pick the ones I know best. Uh, so. I like. There, like, there will be players will mess out because they're aye. before our time. Like we're only some young twenty somethings. <laughs> uh, but I'm. Um, there's obviously going to be players we're going to miss. That's why we're doing this topic. Like it's a great debate. Everybody has an opinion on it. But and if anybody at home wants to let us know who Aye. they think we've missed out, let please us let us know. Text us, Snapchat us, fucking send me a letter. Don't care. Like but pigeons. Let us know why. Let us know is there listening. Well, so we're going to go on to the right winger now. Well, I was going to do a midfield three. So midfield three. I'll just tell you, my home midfield go three on, now. Go, go for it. Right, my midfield three is Vieira, the CDM. With Lampard and Rooney. <laughs> Rooney? Aye. Oh, Rooney could play in midfield. Not what he's known for, but he could play in his oh, no, right in the, in the attack in front of midfield. Like a 10. Sort of. He's the 10, Lampard's the 8, and Vieira's the 6. Got a lot of goals. 
My lot of goals. Good, good song. Big the arrow. Why did you laugh at Rooney, Josh? He is. No, I'm just... just uh, the fourth expect- most assists in the league. And <laughs> Lampard is the third. They have 103 and 102 respectively. You watch your tone. <laughs> <laughs> I just was expecting Rooney to be in the striker argument. I wasn't expecting no, Rooney. Obviously, that's good for somebody close to the heart. <laughs> Va va vum. Say no more. <laughs> but um, ah, that looks good. It's unconventional. It's a good man for the three. It's well, let's hear yours. Right, I'm going for a four four two. Uh, right wing, Mohamed Salah. Fuck Ronaldo. You're in the mud. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, Mo Salah, a criminally disrespected player in the Premier League. Um, gotta go. The one, the only, Stevie G. An absolute Goliath in the midfield. I think uh, maybe say Scholes was a better passer and Lampard was a better goal scorer. But Stevie G done everything better than what they done. They done one thing great. He done everything great. Fucking fantastic. Um, beside him, David Silva, the wee magician. Love him. Would I would pay big money to see him play in his prime. Fucking great wee player. Magic feet. Wonderful left foot. And I'm going on with my left winger. Baller. The streets will never forget Morton Gamps Pedersen. <laughs> Blackburn legend. Absolute hero. Nah. A wonderful left foot. If I could ride that left foot, Jesus Christ. I what love a player. I love Morton Gamps Pedersen. What a player. I, I think it's a real shame he didn't get a big move to a big club because I think he could have done it. Um, well, good shape, good shape. But he, he's one of my favourite ever players in the Premier League. Brilliant player. I don't like the laughter, is he? Still like that. <laughs> and, and still in strange mm. death. He's the most goals and assists put together in the Premier League history. Alright, alright. We get it. It's for right. right. Arsenal. Like. <laughs> oh, oh, alright, Colleen, calm down. But, right, Josh, go on. Give uh, me a three or a I, four. I'm not going to know the tactical. I don't really know. I haven't really prepared. So I'm going to go Ronaldo. I think it's hard now. Let's put Ronaldo in. Uh, Stevie G, obviously. Best English uh, midfielder ever. And Yo. Fat Frank. Just Frank. the amount of goals he scored. Yeah, uh, it's hard to argue. This is fair. And um, Mr. Roy Keane. Big Roy. Big Roy. Are you going for Roy? Going for Roy. Box to box midfielder, just Wait. no shape. What are you playing here? Three there? Uh, just fucking. We named four. Just fo- throw the no, four. Three of them. in the middle, but we're in all the way there. Uh, just throw the three of them in anywhere and let them dart about. They're that talented that they can just fill in wherever they need you to go. You know what, Josh? I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were doing a podcast with Polly Donner Solskjaer. I'm it has. Just uh, vibes. But, um, strikers. Well, no, well, mine isn't straight. Mine's more attackers. And out the right, I'm going for uh, golden balls. Do it, Beckham. Very good. Very um, good. Through the middle, Suarez. What player he was. Uh, so glad somebody mentioned him. Out left, uh, it's Vava Boom. Jerry Henry. Jerry Henry. <laughs> the best player ever. <laughs> Aye, there it is. Jesus Christ, Sam, your team would score goals, but I tell you, fuck. Um, for me, it's two up front. Thierry Henry, he is one of my favorite three players of all time. Mm-hmm. He was a gangster. He was. He he could done whatever he wanted. Like when them navy blue night gloves come uh, out, you were fucking in lo- trouble. Long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. You see him wasting time against Real Madrid. That's one of my favorite. Oh, great! a great six second video. Like he he was a gangster. Like. But up beside him, not going to go Luis Suarez. I'm going to go for probably one of my favourite Liverpool strikers of all time, Fernando Torres. Aye. My first heartbreak. He well, wasn't that good against Vidic, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he struggled against Vidic. Vidic in the mud. Vidic in the mud. No. 
like you said with Thierry Henry, kid from Spain turned up, that blonde hair, the hairband on, the long sleeve and that sexy Liverpool shirt, that's one of my favourite kits of all time. Patty went to Chelsea. Ah, broke my heart. Um, but he was everything. He was strong. He was fast. He was clinical. That link up with Gerard was something else. He and that as as I prefer to watch him play than Luis Suarez, and that's why I prefer right. Torres to Suarez. Probably wasn't a better player than Suarez. No. But he's the guy who I would prefer to go and watch. Hundred percent. Um. Right. My first one's Alan Shearer. Obviously, you know, all time. Premier League goal scorer, Good love Alan Shearer. Good call. And I'm going to just throw a pure curveball. Oh. I love this player, Craig Bellamy. Oh, just, yeah. Just loved him. I just loved this. Craig Bellamy at City when they were starting out was Aye. lethal. I loved, loved Craig, him. Craig Bellamy at Liverpool too. Mm-hmm. Whenever he. Oh, whenever 4 3 City. Whenever he got the ball and oh, drove well, at you, Bellman's you were in trouble. Like Aye. He was a great wee player. Not saying Five he's. Five foot nothing, absolute thug. Like. He's probably not even the top 20 striker all the time, but no. just I loved him personally. I, yeah, that's a great shout. No, that's, that's why we're doing favours. Like he's and I you know he's underrated. I feel really bad for not mentioning Sunday in the midfield. Chabi Alonso. Oh, I was going to put him in instead of Vieira, but I, I love Chabi Alonso. I yeah, Chabi Alonso. Don't forget Aguero, boys. Ah, Aguero. Aguero. Aguero's a super player. And Andy Cole. Andy Cole sharing him. Have you ever, have you ever listened to Andy Cole talk sport? No. Nice. It's a shite, isn't it? Like I'd rather not. Well, <laughs> will we not bring him on next week as a guest? I'm just telling him. No, no. We'll do, we'll probably yeah. couldn't afford him. I'd rather make the whole line up. A goal's a goal, I scored one. <laughs> when I was a young player coming through, fuck off, Michael. But, um, What's your final team then, man? Which was Hart, Ivanovic, Rio, Company, and Cole, Vieira, Lampard, and Rooney, Beckham, Suarez, and Henri. Good team. team. Holy Good shit. team. Mine, Czech, Trent, Daniel Iger, Top Shagger, Terry, Ashley Cole. Also Top Shagger. Uh, Salah, Stevie G, David Sullivan, Mark Andrew Pedersen, with Terry Henry, and. Fernando Torres. Um, <laughs> Peter Tech, Sammy Happy, uh, uh, Tony Adams, Dennis Sirwin. Who did I say for right back? Uh, who did you say? Gary right Neville. Gary Neville, Neville, yes, I did. Fuck Should me. Right, right, I haven't drunk in a week, so I'm fucking putting Gary Neville on my team. Jesus Christ. Lampard, Kane, <laughs> Gerard, uh, top Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Bellamy, and. Your man. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're your man. Um, well, that's that. We're, we're going to wrap this up. But first, we're on to Sam's quiz this week. But, well, since I'm up 2 now, beat them both. I had to do it this time. So battle of the losers then. Yeah, it's your turn. So the quiz this week is teams that have been relegated from the Premier League more than once. Twice Ooh. or more. So, okay. Mm, okay. Do you want to go first? I go on ahead. Uh, West Bromwich, Alvin. Yep. Fulham. Halsey. Sounds a bit slow. Here, no, no, you're wrong. No Fulham. F- Fulham have been relegated twice. Oh, Fulham are relegated every season. Fulham Hide your left. Hide your left. Hide your left. Oh, darn it. Have they? Fulham are not on my list. That's a song quest. No, but Fulham have been relegated twice. They went down after being in the Premier League for a year. I disagree. Came up two seasons ago. They had... Ranieri and Jordan Allen Scott Parker went down and came straight back up. Oh, my right, God. Ahead. Sam in the mob. Sam in the mob. Brody Ola here. Right, uh, okay, sorry, sorry, guys. One missed. Jesus. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Newcastle. Oh, bastard. That was a terrible Jordi accent there. Sunderland. Yeah. Middlesbrough. Yeah. Queen's Park Rangers. Yeah. 
Suggestions for quizzes Hi, we can do in yeah. future weeks. Get in touch. <laughs> Sheffield United, City, Man City. Man City, I've been really good twice. Yeah. Wolves, Blackburn, Ipswich, Leicester, Forest, Palace, Burnley, and Chartland. Where did you get your list from, sorry? Uh, Wikipedia? No, 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 it was uh, quizmastersalmadol.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look up the Fulham and Redden one, everybody, right. please. And uh, please, let us know. My, my fraud is summer fraud. Who, who's wrong here? Somebody has. I think it's Sam. So after three weeks, me and Richard still haven't won a quiz. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, in my opinion, Josh won that one because Richard went for Fulham and Reading and one of them's definitely wrong. So, amen. Peace out. See if I, after this podcast, if I look it up and they're right, I'm kicking you in the balls. <laughs> Fair enough. Bet. But uh, that's it, guys. That's uh, another quiz. See next week. I'm going to do you in the quiz. Like, I'm going to absolutely wreck you. But Because um, <laughs> it's my turn. But uh, thanks very much for listening, guys. Um, let us know what you thought and again if you have any suggestions let us know thanks very and, much uh, guys catch you next week see you later bye hello everybody and welcome back to the three pints of lager and a, a football debate podcast I forgot the name of the podcast there but sure see you every week we're, ah, no, it's horrible you need to get someone else to start this podcast lads um, but we're back once again for more football debate beer talk and just general crack but uh don't even want to introduce myself after my kerfuffle last week. Aye, last week, uh, if you listen, or the last time we were on, if you listened the whole way to the end, where it was Sam's turn to host a quiz, and uh, he told me I was wrong, because Fulham... Wrong! <laughs> aye, he, he says, uh, Fulham were only relegated once. I which... didn't say this, I got my source from Joe.ie, so if you're listening, Joe.ie, probably not, but... You political bastard! <laughs> But uh, no, he says Fulham was only relegated once, and Redden were relegated once. So Josh, Josh won last week's quiz. So yes. it took two minutes after the podcast ended to prove that Sam was a fucking retard. I was clearly reading it wrong. <laughs> but uh, we're back once again. <laughs> oh god! And we've upgraded. We've got a signboard. <laughs> and Liverpool are top of the league yeah! <laughs> there we go football 2 anti-football 1 fuck Mourinho in the mud have that you salty cunt but uh, that's how you start a podcast fucking right Merry Christmas but, uh, everyone Josh is back on the drink as well exactly tis the season <laughs> but um no, Josh, you wanted to start the podcast with a wee Something bit. a little sad. 
Yeah, uh, last week the sad news came to us that Gerard Hulley, who's former Liverpool manager, uh, France manager and PSG manager, sadly passed away. Um, Gerard was my first memory of a Liverpool manager growing up. He was probably probably brought back the old Liverpool winning trophies, won four trophies in the Community Shield in one season. Um, some achievement to win three knockout competitions in one season. Beat the fantastic Arsenal side that day in the FA Cup final, two mega long goals. Seen Peter Crouch, or sorry, Danny Murphy, Stephen Gerrard, Jamie Carger all say fantastic things about me, done great things for the football club I love, and um, sad day for, or sad week for Liverpool Football Club to say bye bye to Gerrard, and um, just I'd like to pay my respects to him for everything he done for the club. So well, here's to Gerrard Hillier. You never yep. walk alone. Yep. Um, Danny Murphy, I was listening to him talk sport on Monday whenever the news came through, and um, he took a wee minute to you know compose himself, but spoke very very well, very very highly of Gerrard and. Told him how he made him look at his professional life more, how he made him more of a father figure to his son, um, how Jared was more like a father figure to Danny, how he made him take his career seriously. And um, I think people like Michael Owen, Stephen Jared, Jimmy Carragher, and Danny Murphy owe their careers to Jared Hulu. Um, he was before my time as a Liverpool fan. I don't really remember him, but you can only see what all the guys write about him. And as a Liverpool fan, you hear all the stories about him. and. Like it's a big loss, not just for Liverpool but for football. I know I was. It was. What age was it? Seventy three. Seventy three. I had like a lot of hurt. Danny Murphy said he had died once on Aubrey. Yeah, he had a heart attack in a Liverpool game at half time, and he died while getting surgery. I remember actually one of the first games I ever remember was Liverpool playing Roma when he came back from his heart operation. That was the standard ovation he got from the cop and the Roma fans, and it was fantastic. And no, it's a sad day for Liverpool and. Yeah, I think he managed. Was it Valle managed for a Valle as well? Yeah, yeah. I heard uh, Darren Bent say he made him, and this was whenever Darren Bent was in the prime of his career. Like yeah. he made him look at football just completely differently, uh, and that and he had worked under managers like Harry Redknapp and all the time, like good managers. But he's uh, probably one of them first sort of managers that come into England. I know Wenger was there and stuff, but like a foreign manager with that uh, sort of more, uh, more less technical time. idea of football <clears throat> rather than the old English idea of four four two and lump it forward. So yeah, sadly missed. And I say, um, I know we're not a worldwide audience, but um, my condolences go out to his family and yeah, absolutely. But while. Uh, Good send-off for him. Yeah, that win. Yep, uh, that win last night was fantastic. You know, this was being built up as the game of the season. Everybody's saying it was Liverpool's biggest game of the season. Title decider, the top two. Yeah, Spurs looking pretty good. They've more or less a full squad. Don't think they had any big injuries. Liverpool absolutely fucking massacred. Garth Bale was sick. Oh, Garth Bale had a flu. Massacre them well. But um, it was a great game, I think, uh, Liverpool played well and could have won it five or six if they wanted to. What do you think of the game, Josh? I know we watched it together, me and you, um, and it was the Liverpool. I like to see play um, fast passing the ball, pressing so high up the pitch, um, fluidity in their passing, movement off the ball. They were as good as they were on it, um, and especially with a makeshift defence. Like a, a, I can't speak head enough of Nat Phillips and Williams who have come in at centre half. I know who was on last night. Williams, Williams, Williams was on last night, yeah. and that. Well, normally Williams has been in as that was his Premier League. league. De- yeah, that was a Premier League debut. Yeah, and Phillips has been Premier League sort of. Um, what happened, Phillips? Last night. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Phillips seems to be it's midweek. Uh, I've no idea. Could no be idea. actually, Sam. Yeah, more maybe a more time of the week thing than uh, nah, competition. Nah, not necessarily. Um, but them two young lads have done fantastic since they come in, and I was delighted. Actually, the winning goal was scored by Bobby because he's received so much 
Crap. crap. And, you know, maybe there's some substance to why he's got that criticism. I think three goals in 27 games. I know he does, Bobby gets praised for the work he does off the ball and stuff, but he's not, he's not been up to scratch, if we're being totally honest. But no, I was delighted for him. You can see the relief when he scored. I think um, Jota's come in and because he scored goals, he's put pressure on Firmino. But... You said it should have been five or six last night, Richard, but Spurs, I could actually think. Could have I had the better chances. Had two big ones for uh, Bergwijn. Uh, had, I think, two. I had Keane, must have oh, the set her, my hair was atrocious. But, uh, and that's the first time Liverpool have ever played Spurs when both teams have been top of the table in their history. Which is quite interesting, yeah. you know, because Spurs had a great team back in the 60s. Ah, well, you know, when Liverpool 60, were maybe coming free at that time, but that was one we started, or we... But, uh, um, started today. No, I thought uh, we knew what sort of game it was going to be. If I, if I had my fucking head on, I should have done had money on a two-one victory because you knew fine rightly Spurs were doing it all season, absorbing pressure, hitting you in the break. Goal in the money that much. Oh, hold, wait, hold on. <laughs> what have we got? One each for Marcus Rashford. Oh, Rashford. One of football's good guys. Not only does he feed children, he scores goals. But Great guy. As I was saying, like Spurs have been doing that all season. You knew Mourinho, he does it every time he comes to Anfield. He sets back, he hits you in the break. Um, I thought it was balls of a club throwing in Reese Williams whenever there's the two best strikers in the Premier League at the minute coming at you. I thought yeah, that was ballsy. Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking about it today. Um, if you were a Liverpool fan and went into a coma in August... And woke up there last night and watched that game. You'd think Reese Williams was playing for years. You wouldn't Aye. know he was playing the conference last year. What age I thought that was he? 19. 19. Is he, he young as well? Uh, he, he, he wasn't flawless. He Who made a couple he of errors. Who was the conference for? Was he on the Kidderminster. Kidderminster. He just bought him off Kidderminster. No, no, no. He was out in the hole, I think. But I think a lot of that's down to Fabinho. Like it's, Not know, talked about enough. Fabinho, if you'd have bought him as a centre-half, say, in the summer past, and you, know, you just watched him all year, I'm thinking he was a centre-half. Summer, summer, summer. You would think you only plays in August. What a buy! He's doing the same what thing as Mourinho was doing with Eric Dyer, though. Eric Dyer's doing very well as moving. Yeah. Uh, well. What Well said about Fabinho is never Van Dijk and Gomez is uh, fully fit. Va- uh, Fabinho will go back into midfield. Yeah. Not only is he one of the best, I'm not saying he has the best. He's one of the best centre defensive mids in the league. He's also one of the best centre backs in the Premier League. Well, he gets started in midfield again. Who? Like, would just he, he has our best. Centre defense. He's our best number six, our best centre yeah. defensive mid. Do you have another number six, or would you just play two number eights at the moment? You, you can play. You can play uh, Genie there, who was fucking lethal last night. Is Please. Not getting on all he's days. just made of glass. Who was that started? Oh, Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones. Baller. See if he goes he for it. He's nineteen. The See if he goes. Mids was on the bench that he started in front of, like Oxley Chamberlain. Everybody is. Uh, Milner. Everybody's injured. Milner injured. They were all on the bench last night, but Milner wasn't. The only two midfielders we had was Keita and, and Ox, both only recently back from injuries, which I think is why he didn't make any subs last night. Or is that why they only back I, from injuries? They're only back because Kate is made of class. He's been here three years, and I don't think that's he's three had a year, really? string of games. Like uh, this is his third season. Yeah. He's, he's made a pop, years, not even glass fucking polystyrene. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ, Ox has had some serious lengthy injuries. Not his fault. Um, he's just made a glass yeah. too. He was like that for Arsenal. Um, but good news. <laughs> Thiago back in training tonight I saw the pictures about 6 o'clock near ripped the pipe off myself <laughs> fucking can't wait um, 
But I just oh, it's such a shame if we had our full strength team, we'd walk us like we'd be wrapped up. It's not even funny, like um but do you just think that's the title over now? Liverpool have beat Spurs or oh, that's Spurs out of it. Uh, not no, Spurs definitely are out of it. No. What was that away from home with Liverpool? Mm. We're nearly expecting to lose that. Uh, I think anything else apart from the, that. The, the way, I'm, the way I'm looking at it now is that was Spurs' best team facing quite a weak Liverpool team, and they still lost. They never had to play them at home again. Exactly, but psych- psychologically, what does that do to the Spurs guys? Nothing, because they should, they could have won. I think that's why Mourinho came out last night and said the best team lost. He wasn't telling. He wasn't telling the millions watching that. He thought Spurs were the best team. I think he was saying oh, you think to his eleven players? in the dressing room, they'll have been watching that and think, "Fuck, we are lethal." If they, was, if, if he, he, I think they were lethal. I think see, they done his game plan really very well. See if he didn't say that, and they'd be in there and be like, "Fuck, we done every single thing Jose told us to do, and we still didn't win." We were very unlucky. That's a title over because Harry Kane's head drops, Son's head drops, everyone's head drops at that because they done everything they could and it still wasn't good enough. Harry Kane, no one, like, no one his own head. If he had a scored that goal. They would have drew two each away from home at Anfield, and that's so basic. Yeah. They probably wouldn't even have drew two each. Yeah. If they had a few lead men behind the ball, and Liverpool would have probably not broken them down. Ah, they probably would have yeah. won if they had got one. Do you have, have a problem with the way Jose played? Like you, I, you hear a lot of people say, oh, "That's not the way football should be played." Listen, at the end of the day, football is a results-based business, and if that's that's the tactics you play to get results, then why not? Now, I'm a Liverpool fan. We play exciting football. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do I don't know if I was a Spurs fan how I would feel about my team playing that every week but they must be delighted where they're at in the league I would rather we you're... played like that than we do with the managers yeah. we've yeah. had I was going to say that we don't have a you know, we don't have I was like going to say that surely as a Spurs fan who hasn't won a trophy since 2008 they're desperate they, well, of course like, they see Mourinho coming in a serial winner they will do whatever the fuck they want to win something a league cup he the Inter Toto cup the cup winners cup they don't give a fuck he will win he will win he'll, he'll get something like he has to Spurs fans let us know what you think you know are you happy with the style of football you play let us know if they win if there is any Spurs fans if they win something they won't care but I will say I don't think you can win a Premier League title in this day and age playing counter-attack football for the whole season. I just don't think it's going to be done. They don't play counter-attack football the whole nah, season. They they were just great. They, they don't play counter-attack against the wee teams either, you know. Like, 5-2s and... I, it, I six, just 6-1, would you have called that match counter-attack in football? Yeah, that's exactly what they done. Ah, yeah. in the break, like. But see when... Because like, I can't really remember, like, I remember bits and pieces, but when Mourinho first took over Chelsea, is that how they played? No. Nah, not at all. He was, was brilliant. Even at Real Madrid, he doesn't play like that. But it seems to be like he, he plays this way with Spurs. He played that way with Manchester United. Why all of a sudden trying Mourinho to prove, went from... Trying to know, prove a point now. Great attack. No, it was, it, there was a time, a second stand at Chelsea in the first season, everything was flying. The football was sexy. There was goals going in. Diego Costa was doing business. Oscar Lampard, all these guys were fucking playing lethal. And it was like New Year's Day or something. Spurs absolutely slapped them 5-0. Yeah. Harry Kane used them like right. a dish rag. That was Boxing Day, actually, wasn't it? It was something like that. Harry Kane turned up, I think, was it Stanford Bridge or White Hart Lane? He that's used right. the Chelsea defence like a fucking wet paper towel. Aye. He just absolutely made love to them. And, like, they lost 5 0. All of a sudden, Mourinho <laughs> thinks, fuck me, if we're that season to beat, if we can be figured out, we're not going to win this title. Ever since then, it was 1 0, 2 0, 2 1, sit back, absorb the pressure, be hard to beat as possible. And if it works for him, it works for him. Like, do you know the, why he had the tactic so much? 
because in 2014 when Liverpool nearly won the league that day with Chelsea, he just threw 11 men behind the ball and they fucking beat us 2-0 that day. It's not a nice time here, to watch here, the support no, team. Here it's, not all, it's not all sugar licking, but no team, not, <laughs> not all 20 teams in the Premier League can go out and play like Liverpool. That's no. fast pacing, counter-attacking. Fluid, sexy football. Like Brighton, Brighton trying to do it. They're really? trying to do it. Aye. Mine Stoke tried to do it. Where are they now? Stable to the bottom of the championship. But, but Fulham's trying to do it as well. I think that's. Well, I respect the team trying to do it. Right? I see, yeah. And that's why I they, dislike they, Burnley so much because it's just lump it, lump it, lump it, lump it, lump it, lump it. <laughs> no, like, I think you have to have the players to do that. To get the players, you need to get the budget. Not really. You need if the manager can implement that in their team. With our players, then why not? Why not? Try but you need to have a specific goal alert. Type of goal alert. Manchester United have taken the lead against Sheffield United. Oh. That would put Manchester United up to sixth in the league. There's an upset in the cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sixth in the league, 23 points with a game in hand to the others. Right, we'll move. We'll move off the Liverpool game. We'll, we'll we go. Well, we'll go on to United here next. Sorry, can I just make a real quick? Go point? ahead. Sorry. Cut. Just about um, Son's goal last night and the VAR decision. Yep. It was done really quick. Yeah, um, I noticed that. Ah, oh, far too quick, he asked me. But that's what I was about to say. I, I still don't know if it's a right or wrong decision. I don't give a fuck because we won the game. But it seems people last night were grinning so much about that decision being made so quick. But yet, uh, since VAR's been brought in, why doesn't it take us nine for time about VAR? Well, it was but me- then when it's done so quick last night, everyone's like... Because... <laughs> You couldn't see last night if it was the right decision or not. They yeah. didn't do the zoom in. No, they, they don't. Do they didn't do the lines because the furthest point of both their bodies was their foot. It, they weren't measuring their arm or the shoulders. Whenever you're going off your feet, you could see their feet. But do you I, think, thought I, was, I thought it was off, or offside. I, at the time, I thought it was offside. But I whenever, thought, whenever I, I look at the pictures, I think it's on. He's on. By the it, it was normal if I was to make the rules up it should have been on but if it going by the rest of the season and all the other exactly. ones exactly it should have been off Aye. because there was the Henderson goal against Everton and Mane was on I saw the pictures oh. it was if you look at it that's, even with VAR I'm still convinced that, game, that goal was on but they looked at that for 9 hours Sons was done in 5 seconds they didn't even look at I it do, I, don't, I, I don't have a problem <laughs> Sure. If you're going to take five seconds to look at it, that's fine. But take five seconds for every other yeah, goal. Yeah, that's, that's what the mic great one. Five seconds Even for all Consistency. consistency. <laughs> it's the consistency. That's all I want. But uh, we'll, we'll, get on, we'll get on to United. Out of the Champions League. Um, into the Emmerdale Cup on a Thursday night. Incredible scenes of glorious emotion. Um... <laughs> Ah, fuck, I should have worn my Leipzig shirt tonight. But, uh, I have. He's finger top, happy in this here bottom of the We're, right we're, we're, to, we're top of the legs, so who cares? But, um, no, United, uh, before the Leipzig game, ours before the Leipzig game, Mino Raiola, one of the biggest shit houses in world football, and you have to fucking love it, come out and goes that Pogba's not happy here, he wants to get out. <laughs> um, he is Jamie Vardy as a football agent, like just absolute shit house. It's a shit house. But you have to respect that because he he's he's doing what he wants. That agent doesn't come out and say that unless Pogba tells him to. Because Paul Pogba employs Rayola, yeah. and he has told Rayola to come out, make these comments, get me a move out here in the summer. Get me back to Juventus. Get me to Juventus. Get me to Real Madrid. Get yeah. me out of that shithole. Get um, Ronaldo back in Manchester. He's uh, Haaland's agent too. Yep. I don't know. Until the, uh, yep. Uh, 
that's why Haaland will never end up in uh, Manchester United. Um, I just I just thought hours before it happened, I think it was just it's unprofessional. That's pretty silly. It's it's from pub was come across as a world class. Was that the match he didn't start and come on and made an impact? Uh, I made I made an impact. It's still lost. I mean, I know he did come off. He came said, off the bench. I did do well. Which I I would I wouldn't. Yeah, right, sure. I go ahead. Um, no, I I wouldn't play him ever again for the club. Excuse me. I I no somebody going a sticky eye out trying not getting a birthday cake. I'd, I'd, thing. I would fire him into the under twenty threes for the rest of the season and be like, that's a place stay there. Just like Arsenal's doing with William Saliba. Saliba, aye. Is he Jack played for the under twenty three? Ah, fuck me. And uh, Danny Drinkwater got sent off. For, uh, for starting to fight with a 16 year old fucking well, that's GCSE the day before and then <laughs> but um, I look, what do you think about Ollie do you think he's staying or is he going oh, he's definitely staying is he in is he out they're doing well if they win their game in hand they're second in the league there you go um, that's, uh, I have to say like Man United are always going to be a big club and at some point you're going to be worried that they get rid of Ollie and bring in a better manager like Allegri Pochettino Steve Bruce you know <laughs> a better manager. Um, I. Do, do you think? Do you think United are in a title race? Like genuinely, do you, the this, points might be one thing, but do you think this season, honestly they are in a title race? This season's so baffling. I think everybody's in the title. But, but I actually think a random team will win it, like Spurs or Southampton or a mid-table team like, like Man United. Um, People say, oh, United are in a title race because they win their games in hand. They're only two points off. Firstly, they have to win that game in hand. Secondly, a title race isn't over in Christmas. A title race goes to the last day. Mm-hmm. I don't see a world where Man United are still going to be two or three points off the pace setters. Liverpool or Spurs or Man City or Chelsea or Southampton come the end of the day of the season. I think, see January, February, I think. We could have fallen away. Don't worry, I think Arsenal are far enough down the table. Like, we'll get on to them. I was, Roy Keane was right. You know, I think they'll just have enough to stay up. Mm. I don't even know if they will. I <laughs> will talk. Like, we're getting into dangerous territory now where you can get into a relegation scrap very easily. Arsenal's and in it. And it can be very, very hard to get out of. And Arsenal are in it. The team above them is 14th Newcastle. Three points clear of us. And they've got a game in hand. Like, I'm genuinely not convinced that Arsenal will... It sounds ridiculous, but they'll stay up because I don't think anybody's ever too big to be relegated. Look at Nottingham Forest, two times Champions League winners. Who said that? And they chuck Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson for Liverpool. I mean, whenever he was the man. Liverpool weren't we're too, too big to be exactly. relegated. We were only six points off the relegation. We only finished six points above the relegation zone that year. I know. Like, uh, like Arsenal was what? Chelsea have been in this position before. Whenever Mourinho went the second yeah. time. Who was it managed them that season? Mourinho? Uh, no, was there, he was sacked. Meant, uh, was it not Benitez? No, it was Jose took them down there because he fell out with everybody. Oh, and no, I think I meant, meant Di Matteo. Are you sure he won the Champions League? Aye, aye. No. And then he did shape, but did he not? Aye, no. Uh, so they kept the job and done typical Chelsea. Lost, lost the game at <laughs> half-time in the grid and at half-time <laughs> brought in Gus Edding or something. See, you're not the Then they were 2-0 down at 70 minutes and brought in fucking Andre Villas-Boas. I think the Arsenal don't start putting... Was it them brought Villas-Boas in or was it Spurs? Spurs. Spurs. Aye, but Chelsea had him first. Chelsea had him a long time ago. Chelsea had him first. Aye, because he managed Porto. So everybody fought. He was Mourinho's assistant manager. He is Portuguese, aye. He was Mourinho's assistant manager, got the job at Porto, and then after, was it Felipe Scolari shit the bed? They put in. Uh, Big Scolari. Scolari near one Champions League game too, if it wasn't for John Terry Slipping. Was, was that, Scolari? No, no it wasn't because Scolari was sacked in like October. 
He was fucking was horrendous. Was he not there a season before? No. No, he <laughs> came in in the summer and was gone by October. He was disgusting. Did Scalari ever do anything? Won the World Cup. Probably an FA Cup. Uh, won the World Cup Did he get beat 7-1 by Germany? Yes. Uh, no, he, it wasn't him. He I thought maybe found out totally different. No. I thought it was Scalari. I think no, it was Scalari. No. Scalari won in the World Cup. Scalari was in Portugal that year, I think. He managed Portugal. Ah, maybe that's when you're confused. Hold on. No, we're getting to the season. No, we're getting to the bottom of the issue. But uh, no, I think if Arsenal don't start putting points on the board soon, they're circling the drain. Because they're, they're not. They definitely are. Like, no, they'll, they'll just finish above them all or five. Like. Was that draw at Southampton last night a good result, bad no. result, or okay result for Arsenal? Arsenal with 10 men, even if you start at the match with 10 men, should be beating Southampton. Not with that team we have, but realistically. I, I disagree. We, we were chatting with my car. I think Arsenal has overachieved for some seasons now. Like, so you say, I And that's how Hunting team's lethal. Like, if you were to sit here right Theo now... Theo Walcott's starting for them. How's that Southampton team lethal? <laughs> he's young enough to star for He's better than William. He's far better than William, but he shouldn't be, like... We got rid of him. No, it's no, not that he, he shouldn't be, that he, he is. No, he's just playing better than him. We got rid of Theo Walcott four years ago because he wasn't good enough for Arsenal. We brought William in because he was a winner. He's just not playing for Arsenal. He's still a better player. But uh, fuck you, just have some brutal games. Oh, the, next, fuck. the next six games. Ever and away, Marseille at home and Chelsea. Jesus, and that's. Oh my god, the Christmas could be ruined. Oh, well, Chelsea won't beat us, sure. They can't beat anybody in the Sorry, top Sorry, I'm just actually losing. And who's our 15th? Lewis Fleet, basically. Oh, shit, you're Never thought of that. Look at the amount of teams he's actually managed. <laughs> Who's Scalari is this? Uh, Sorry, we have uh, my phone on, uh, on the set. Okay. I used that last week for the quiz, it didn't go too well for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy amount of teams he's managed. Brazil, Portugal, Chelsea. Oh, Brazil, Portugal, and then. Brazil, he, 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 he was the it? manager of the 7 1. Fuck me. I thought that. That's alright, get the quiz right next time. Yes, and he was the manager of the Champions League final. <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Oh. 2008 to 2009, he was manager of Chelsea. Mm. No, the wrong one. Look at the wrong one. Wrong. Right? Wrong. Uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um. Aye, but uh, aye, Ar- Arsenal are shit. Like. But I, I do think Arteta's. I think Arsenal have put all their eggs in one basket and Arteta, and you're stuck with him now. Forget I think you are in a situation now. You just have to go into the window in January and spend your way out of this shithole. You just really have to go and just be the t- become a new Man City now and spend your way out of trouble. Is become it? a Man United and just throw money at the problem until you get really it right. bought everybody every single possession in the last couple of years. But how bad does it need to get for Arsenal before the board say, listen lads, pack your bags, fuck off. Who are I don't think well. Pep Guardiola said, he's the best man for the job. I, I, don't, I don't see a world where Arsenal sack Arteta. I, the fans will get against him. And Arteta will be counting his lucky stars that there's no fans allowed in the stadiums now. I'm sure there's a crime already. Ah, there's Arsenal, I hate Arsenal fans, are fucking disgusting. You think fans should be allowed in some stadiums and not? Yep. Where were they at last night in, in Liverpool? Liverpool are only allowed in four stadiums. Liverpool, Brighton, Everton. Southampton, Everton, Liverpool are the only stadiums allowed to hold fans. Where is Southampton? That is in where? South Coast. Uh, South Coast. Bottom. Uh, Brighton, Brighton are the same. So it's more or less the South Coast and Liverpool. Aye, that's it. And England. I think. If you're only allowing 2,000 fans into a 40,000 seater stadium and you can do it properly, what's the problem? It's open air. Well, no, I, I don't mean COVID rules, I just mean advantage and disadvantage. Oh, I, I, absolutely. Of course you should. Oh, first, even if there's not, but there's still an advantage. No, I think uh, first first game Liverpool had with fans mean? back. I, I think you still have an advantage playing at home even if there's no fans. You think so? Ah, I think oh, there's... 
Advantage. Oh, yeah, yes, you have an advantage, but less than like advantage. Like, like uh, the first game Liverpool had with fans back in the stadium was against Wolves. Best game we've played this season. Right, Four nine, absolutely fucking slapped them. Wait, why did they, why, like, in the Liverpool match last night, did they sit them all in the one stand? Why not space them out? I don't know. Players we'll do it differently. Did you see that? What? I Arsenal space them all out the whole stadium. In Liverpool, it's 1,500 going the you've cup. Just, you've just ruined it for Liverpool fans. Now they're going to, Boris is going to hear this, because he's a big fan of the show. Mm. It's going to put Liverpool in tier 3 sure. and you fuck it for everybody. Sure, sure, the whole place is going down anyway. Ah, fuck it, sure. Ah. We're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> I love, fuck, I love that. But, uh, I, personal got Benfica? No, what? Yes, no. Benfica and you're yeah. like? Aye. Yes, and you got real associate up. Yes, that's a hard game for United. David Silva. They're top of the league as well, still, aren't they? Hey, Liverpool beat that Isle Farmers that last night. Liverpool's now the only team in the Champions League top of their respected league. Oh, aye, aye. Aye, <laughs> going into the Europa League draw, was that, when was that? Thursday Thir- Friday? 13 Thir- teams in the Europa League draw were top of the league and none in the Champions League were top well, of the league. All, all five of the but major European leagues in Germany, Italy, France, Spain and England. Everybody who was top of the league was going into the draw in the Europa League. Who's top of the German league? Bayern Leverkusen. Leverkusen. Mm-hmm. There was 13 league leaders in the Europa League draw and none in the Champions League draw. Then you have to find like seven countries like Latvia, fucking Czech. But five, like five. Yeah. Bayern Leverkusen. Aye, no. Yeah, Real Sociedad. AC Milan. AC Milan. They're yep. not talking anymore either. Aye, but that was after night. last night. But and then you have Rangers running away with it. Who's the other team? Oh, Lille. Lille are in top of the league. Is it Lille or Lille? Aye, no. Lille, aye. Lille, aye. Lille, aye. I don't understand how... No, Lille were in the Champions League, it was Rennes, and they were fucking disgusting. Where did Rennes go? Out? Ah, they're right, they finished bottom, they got one point. One point. It was disgusting. Right. Horrendous. But, um... I I think... Horrendous. Right. uh, Fuck up, Dick. (laughs) Um, Joy, what... That's good, Joy. Horrendous. (laughs) Um, What do you think about drawing Leipzig? It wasn't the worst draw, but it wasn't the best draw. Um, What's the biggest tie? I, I was happy to avoid... Sevilla and Atletico Madrid. Who, who was your potentials? Um, Barcelona. Se- Barcelona, Sevilla, yeah, Atletico like. Madrid, Red Bull Leipzig, Lazio, Lazio, Borussia Mönchengladbach. You liked Barcelona. I love Barcelona. No. Why? They're playing well, brutal. They They're are disgusting. Shit, but they still have Lionel Messi. The <laughs> same as Juventus, uh, you know, I'd like to get Juventus or Bayern Munich later on. Would you? No, not Bayern. Well, I don't want them. Like, I'd love the easiest route to the final win the trophy, but it's the Champions League, and I'm going to use, the, I always I'm going to use the old cliche you have to beat the best or one. No, but you want, that's why you're in the Champions League. You're in the Champions League to play the best. Uh, you want them glamorised. You want what you Liverpool. Want to play for? You want that's Liverpool the going to the Bernabeu podcast. We need a Man United man top of the Champions League draw. <laughs> Anyway, no, but uh, listen, we could have got a far worse draw. We could have got a better it? draw. I think we'll win. I think we'll win the last year. What's that, I'm sorry? <laughs> we did Man United again. But, uh, right, quickly, Sam, who's going to win the Champions League? Uh, Juventus. Ooh. Josh? Uh, Liverpool. Nice. Juventus just seemed to be clicking well in the Champions League. Go ahead, Richard. Bayern Munich. Oh, I thought we were going to say that too. No, um, but... Bayern Munich, we're keen at... That's a big feat. And saying that, the only team I think in Europe who can beat Bayern Munich is Liverpool. Right, you've had this coming. Who's favourites uh, for it, Bayern Munich? City. 
Why do the bookies do that every season? Every season. Set his favourites to one never from See, easy, easy money. Everyone will back it. Easy money for the See, bookies. See, Pep Guardiola was in charge of any other side in Europe last season that he got sacked. Fact. He won the fucking Gibson Cup. He won. That was that, and he spent 700 million to do it. They, no. They spent more than fucking Elon Musk to no, get the I fucking Mars on his defence. I'll stand up for Guardiola. I think what he's done in England, in his time in England, he's been here four years. Oh, yeah. and he's done amazing things, and I think that gives you a free season. Holy shit! But he sent he sent modern it, day football right through the doors. Give you a free season anymore? It does for the a public man city who has won fuck all in their entire life. Whenever this god comes into them and they've won the lottery, and he's breaking records. That that Centurion team is one of the best teams ever really? in Premier League history. The Centurion team. Oh, <laughs> that's one of the best teams in Premier League history. With football, the, isn't the title, the title race with Liverpool, is one of the best title races ever. That's going to go down in history. Football isn't a point. Kevin no. Chances anymore. Football is a cutthroat business nowadays. No, I think you know managers nowadays aren't going to season. They turn around. For it. You, saying, I, you mean he can stay now? But he can stay like that season. He's doing shit. So you mean he can stay there just because he did good two seasons ago? I think also his name carries with it. Because right, he, yeah, won, because he won six trophies in 2011 with Lionel Messi. If he wasn't Pep Guardiola, he would have been sacked. If he's Sam Allardyce, he gets sacked. But talking about him, Fireman Sam's back in the league. Yeah. If Sam Allardyce gets the same uh, thing as Guardiola, he literally gets a job but because of his name. Not because he's good at managing, like... No, he's a fantastic manager. He has so well, much safe. No, he has from our safe. He, he gets it too because of his name as well. Right. That's the only reason he getting a job. There's but other people there that can keep West Brom up. But Sam Allardyce... I don't think so. Well, I think Sam Allardyce, Sam Allardyce, Allardyce is... I think Sam... No, Jenny, <laughs> Jenny, I think Sam Allardyce... manager, Guardiola's... If you if want a Premier League win, you bring in an a late manager like oh, Guardiola I know, I know, if I know you want you to keep your team safe you bring in one of two men Tony Pulis Tony Pulis <laughs> or Sam Allardyce you, you see this uh, ring road of Alan used Alan Pardew and all coming in I don't rate Pardew at it all it used to be Harry Redknapp as well and Harry Redknapp you have this gravy train of the the the, the Brexit <laughs> managers Steve <laughs> Bruce you know Steve Bruce as well who's the other one Steve Bruce Sam Allardyce and uh, Alan Pardew the holy trinity who's <laughs> Who's the manager that said Gnabry was shite? Tony Pulis. Tony no. Pulis. But um, sure, it looks like a dinner the other Tony Pulis? No. Oh, oh Neil right. Warnock. Awesome. No, Neil I, Warnock. Neil, no, I, I, Neil, Neil Warnock. Warnock. That's the eyes. But, um, no, we've got a fucking work for it, Ref. <laughs> I am. Um, We're in fucking um, London. you yeah. got to fucking die to get three points. <laughs> that's exactly how That's the um, No, but I saw... Isn't it fucking lovely? Where's he at, though? Up he... Middlesbrough. Is he? Yep. Took over Middlesbrough at the end of last season. Did you not see him there last week in the championship? Like... Them changing rooms are a disgrace. The toilets were filled up. <laughs> <laughs> I think basically man's were putting a shack down in fucking Br- uh, Bristol City or something. Them See, toilets are a fucking just disgrace. Just all in there, English managers. I love it. Though. I love it. There's Big Sam in. You're saying West Brom are safe? Sam? West Brom? No, no, West Brom's down. You think Burn- Burnley and Fulham's still up, sure. There's I'll bet you um, 50 quid, Sam. <laughs> You're on There's. I'm looking at a thing here now. So see this. The 8-9 season. Big Sam comes into Blackburn. They're 19th. They finish 15th. 15-16. Sunderland, 19th. Finish 17th. 16-17. Crystal Palace, 17th. Big Sam comes in. 14th. Everton, 13th. Don't put QPR on it. Oh, sorry. Big Sam. I apologize. Big Sam's number one. I get it. Fireman um, Sam. But uh, he's he right? doing England. <laughs> 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 here, 
quite well. He's the best English record ever. But no, look, bad sound. I think he's he's unfairly rated. I think his time at Bolton, he done really well. At Bolton, whenever he had like JJ Koch and Nicholas and Elton oh, and, and, and Kevin Nolan, like, he's Nicholas a lot of like, that like, team back What a globetrotter. They were like the modern day Wolves. He's here at going in a way game again. See, some of their players, like Kevin Nolan, well, they say that he's the best manager he's ever worked under because <laughs> they'll <laughs> fucking run right? through brick walls for him. Like, I think, oh, I think he has my favourite moment judged. of Sam Allardyce. Chico Flores. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think, see, whenever he was at Everton, I think he was given a lot of stick because the way he played football, I think Everton would be a lot better off if they had stuck with Big Sam than hiring Marco Silva. I honestly don't remember him at Everton. No, I thought he was... Myth. He wasn't there. Do you remember him? I think he was pretty good. Well, Paul's a Marvel fan. You I, sort well, of... I, I know he was there, but it's like I can't remember anything that happened while he was there. I think he just steadied the ship for them, basically, because they, they were in a relegation battle. He was there six months, and they gave him a two-year deal and then just paid him off at the end of the season. To he knew, bring he in Marco Silva. Big payday. But he's right, it's Christmas now. Was that straight after England? Oh, Aye, his job nah, after Everton. Two, month, two, two months in between the two, I think. Aye, which one was what? Who? who? England, England first. first. Everton, Everton first. No, no England, England first. first. England first, Aye, then Everton. And then, but like, then Everton gave him a job. Yes. Aye. But that's the, t- the type of club Everton are. They've no ambition. They've no they, they were genuinely in a, Everton in a spent, scrap. Like Ever- Arsenal are now. They panicked and they fucking pulled the Allardyce parachute it worked for him. Just the league. We give Man United a real hard time every week in this fucking podcast. Because they're fucking fan. shit. They are shit, but Everton need a bit of a fucking digging here too. Everton spent the most money on world football uh, since they've last won a trophy. They're a fucking horrendous club. If you spend what? forty million, they have spent the most money in the whole world football like, so since winning a trophy. Man City's only counts as being ten million because they've won a trophy recently. Aye, like, yeah, whereas Everton is money. Yeah. Like, uh, ah, well, I suppose because they don't. Really 1995, which is uh, 25 years ago, the last one of the trophy. Yep, my birthday. My birthday. Like, uh, your actual birthday, they won it. More or less. I don't know. I have no idea. Born in 95. That year. Uh, but they spent 50 million in Guy Fitzg
Anywho. But, uh, yeah, you think Everton can get up for not? Do you want them to not? No. Yeah, Stop being a Liverpool fan. Because that season is so fucked up. And like you say... Like, well, even, but they're actually playing really well. They've got a great manager. They've actually got a decent side. The problem with Everton is, I think, they probably distracted from top four as like they got off to the season they pure flyer won four or five in a row they basically won five in a row lost five in a row five, and you know, won they the game. Were so I, you need a better form of like you need to turn a loot lost and the draws that's two games home to Chelsea won now two nil away from the two Leicester. fantastic results there recently for you know any beating, Chel- beating Chelsea and Leicester away from home and like um, I don't think Everton will push for Champions League spots I do think you will push for Europa League yeah it's about time they've been throwing money at the squad for years so. I think if you're pushing for Europa League this year you are pushing for Champions League as well I, I think the difference in 8th and 4th will be 3 points who do you think will finish top 4 Sam like right now if you had it £100 you had to place in the biggest who's your top 4 right now like from 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th Man City you think no, no, that's it no, like, no just in no particular no, order top 4 no if I've done it in order I'll go Tottenham Liverpool Man City Chelsea Richard in order. Come, uh, come back to me. You do yours first. I think. Well, I'm going to stick with Liverpool. Um, I think Spurs are second, City's third, and I think, uh, yeah, Chelsea fourth would be mine. In no particular order, it's going to be. It's not about that, Richard. right? You fuck, have to go right. right fuck, all right, okay. <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool, Spurs, Man City, Southampton. You reckon Southampton? Yep. Yep, Southampton. Because uh, I'm going to go about Chelsea here one second. I've said it on the podcast, and I was fucking right. They look good against the mediocre teams, but the facts are they have not beat a team in the top 12 in the league this season. Frank Lampard is a rich. Alan Pardew. Right. So what, Southampton haven't beat anybody. Southampton. Uh, he beat me Spurs beat Burnley beat West Brom drew with Chelsea beat Everton fair enough beat Valla Newcastle drew with Wolves beat me Man United he, he haven't played anybody big yet I'd, it, I'd, so they must have a big next five um, games Man City West Ham Liverpool I did on alright but I'm not saying away. I'm not saying Southampton are going to get fourth by ten points no, that's no. My I think it's going to be very close between Southampton Chelsea and Leicester Maybe Man United. I actually forgot I think it's going, to, it's going to be very, very tight and I yeah, think three points could separate them four teams. It oh. could come down to goal difference. Mm-hmm. And I just... I don't know. I think you can look at stats all you want. You can look at the league table. But the uh, eye test is very important and I like watching Southampton. I uh, them Valo no, they're a good football inside. Pass and Valo in their two games in hand. They're second. If my, if my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. So it was. Jack, uh, Jack Grealish, what about, uh, is he driving the bus to the ground? Prick! Oh, Jack, Jack Grealish might be a really good footballer, but fuck, I can't stand the comp. Pull your socks up! Did you see that wee picture he had? <laughs> what picture? Oh, oh. picture was uh, oh. uh, a, f- a female. A, f- a female. I... Looked like a silverback gorilla, like, but uh, she was she was built like one anyway, but what? But, uh, oh, Jack Grealish loves a scandal, like, doesn't he? But do you, do you, if. Liverpool, Josh, if Liverpool was to sign Jack Grealish, would you be happy? Like, would you would you take him on as a Liverpool signing? Much did they ask him for him. You just thought about hundred million. No, hundred million. Go fuck yourself. I, no I think uh, he signed a five year contract there in the summer, and I, I think in it there's going to be a deal. Of course there is. Where there's a release clause, if or a verbal agreement. He's Man United rule all if, for him. If my if 
Man United comes up with 100 million. Aston Villa will not stand for it. He'll not go. I, I, I think it's Man United. Right I think he would have went to Arsenal there if that goal had accounted. I think it's uh, Pogba out. <laughs> Grilly Shin, but oh, I just don't. You just like love him. that. You turn love turn that goal. I love that goal. <laughs> I just, I just do not like Jack Grealish at all. He's a fucking walking tub of brill cream. It's Wolves or West Ham or Everton or they. West Ham, what team? Damn well. They had a fucking brutal run. Any of them got a chance in the, the top? Wolves, no. no Without Raul Jimenez, they looked very blunt. West Ham, <laughs> I don't think their squad's great enough. Just, I think they're severely overachieving. And here, they've done they're doing fucking well last season. They've done well last season. Ah, no, West Ham's not better better than Sheffield United. West Ham's stay in no. that position. <clears throat> I, I like West Ham. I know I like them, but they're always sweet. No, well, they're they're eighth anyway. Eighth is where they'll be. I'm glad he's seen them do well. Um, but, you know, I, just, hey, they're, they're West Ham. They're, no, yeah, but, they're nothing exciting about them or... No, they're claret and blue. You're, you're, the claret and blue derby last was it? No, the night, no, no. Burnley and Bala. The claret and blue derby. If you wear claret and blue, you're born. No, I, th- I think David Moyes doesn't play well. No. They're a team. They're a team. I'm forever blowing bubbles. I, if Leicester were playing Southampton, you would probably sit and watch the ninety minutes. You know, yes. wouldn't you? If West Ham's playing. Southampton, would you? Or West Ham Arsenal, would you? <laughs> like as an Liverpool fan, I probably I wouldn't. I, I watch every single match in depth because of the podcast, you know, and I, I look at the stats and I watch all the foreign leagues in Europe here, because here. of the podcast. You know, all right, all right, Josh, I didn't know you were really playing all the journals and, you know, I speak to the press and stuff about just because I want to update it on the podcast, but, you know. Um, revision, revision. All right. Okay. What's the division? But, uh, can we cover one more topic? Go for it. Oh, do you want to speak of Rangers? No, no. no All right. Why no. <laughs> right, Stephen Gerrard's Rangers are doing really well in all the matches. No, do you think Lauren come on there as league? Come on, Doug. Talk about your topic. Talk no. about your Stevie G. Go on. I just want to know what you think of Stevie G at Rangers. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing really well. I have so. a lot of people ask me about Stevie G and Rangers. Do you mention it? Here's we have all strength. talked about the Premier League in Europe. We haven't mentioned yeah. probably the greatest M form. We, have, we, have, we haven't. Delved into them. They were nearly, yeah. nearly. I was bad. It's a bad time to pick them because they actually got beat for the first time this season. I know. I know. Yep, ninetieth minute winner after some time. But but no, the, the real, the real reason I want to get into this topic is because everybody just automatically thinks Steam Jared next Liverpool manager Richard. Yes or no? I've heard Arsenal fans say they would take him. Arsenal. Right now. Yep. Did he go? No. Yeah, I don't right. think. I think easy. Can ever manage another Premier League club? Bar Liverpool, obviously. No. I, th- I, could, I could see him at like a Wolves. Would you take him, Sam? If they sit, Arsenal announced tonight, we're sacking Michael Arteta and we're going to candidates in place. Would no. Take Steve I, if they were sacking him. If, if Arteta was Arteta on the block sack, tonight. And ah. you've no direct replacement and they brought up in Sky Sports with 16 different replacements at 14 to 1. I would take him, I would take him over anybody, really. I don't really care if it's the next one. But I wouldn't want Arteta sacked this season. No, no. Aye. But, um,. No, I can't see him in another Premier League club. I can't see him at Chelsea, United or Everton or something. Or Arsenal. I can see him... He nearly won in Chelsea before. <laughs> ah, but that was a long time ago. I, 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 I genuinely can't see a world where Nuno Espirito Santo maybe goes to a Man United or a Barcelona or another... Or a, 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 no, that's a step down. But to go to another Champions... I can see Nuno Espirito Santo go to a Champions League club. No, Poros is a step up from Wolves. Uh, and uh, Wolves, wait up. 
Two time European champions for God's sake, league champions. Four old men take us both a step up for all. Alright, we'll get we're going to, we're going to, we're, there's too many tabs open here. I don't know what, what he said there. No, he said, Jenny, right, hold on, wait, wait, right. If Nuno Espirito Santo or Brendan Rodgers was to leave Leicester or Wolves, I could see Gerard come in, take them on to prove his credentials to go to Liverpool. See, yes, it's a big debate at the time Rodgers left Celtic to go to Leicester. So was that a bigger job? Yes, it was. Aye, aye. It was. Celtic's a bigger club than Leicester. No, Leicester. Are no, a, a million percent Celtic's a bigger, bigger club. Leicester. Leicester's a bigger job. Yes, a better job. I agree, but job. Celtic's a bigger I think if you club. Had than any, if you had any ambition as a manager, why you go you, to Leicester? I don't want to go to Celtic or Rangers if you've got ambition. No, I know, but you, they, you look at you look at the state of Celtic now. You actually, you're actually, you're actually playing Arsenal in fifteenth or St Mirren in twelfth. No, 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 I totally agree that obviously managing the Premier League is such a big, bigger but, and better job, but you know. That's what I'm saying. You know, people are arguing like, should you know, the debate goes down to at the end of the day, as Rangers and Celtic, would they ever deserve a place in the Premier League Why or not? the Championship squad? British, come on over and see what they can do. I genuinely think Rangers and Celtic should be brought into England, but not shoehorned into the Premier League. I think no. they should be stuck into League Two. League Two, like whenever Barry went back and up, I think Celtic or Rangers should be given their place. Where did Cardiff and Swansea start? I don't. I don't <coughs> understand. They're too how. big for Wales, you see, and that's why. Exactly. But, but why where did they start? Like, why do you not have to start? In the, like, there's eighty-four different tiers. Did they start playing on the Saturday at the Whitehurst Park? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He, why, why do they automatically? Oh, Aye. you've got a lovely stadium with great fans. Here you go. Aye, but then like, clubs have been around for you know hundreds of years. So, right, so, hundreds so years. Rangers and Celtic. But they 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 could have started in the fucking you know Aye. third division of the Swindon League. Here, here's and moved right. up and through the conference and. Like, it wasn't that long ago Swansea were actually rel- nearly relegated to the no, National like, League. No, but there's like a million leagues below that as well. I, I mean, think they could have. Like, that's what I'm saying. That club, we don't know. So right, old, right. You know, I mean, we only know sort of recent history of them. No, but like, why did, well, you know, even when Rangers got back, why did yeah. they not have to start even further down? Because they, that's the bottom of the professional tier. Aye, so, so even, any below, below, below lower than that, you're playing with Ben Met laterally. Players, players, so it is League Two, not Panorama League and all. No, but like you have to have a certain amount of like gate receipts and all before you're even admitted to Scotland League I, Two, which Rangers obviously had. So the likes of Bucky Fessel, I don't know if you've ever seen him in Sky Sports, aye, aye, aye. they that probably don't have enough income was, to justify being in Scotland League Two. What Sam's saying there now is if it was to happen and Cardiff and Swansea were playing in the Welsh Premier League at the minute, aye. they would start at the, in League Two. No, what I mean is if Rangers and Celtic are going to come over, where do they start? I would, I would say League 2 and let their way work up. But there's a question for you. Everybody, I, also, I see this bullshit all the fucking time on Facebook and Twitter. If Celtic and Rangers were in the Premier League, they would be a top four club. Would they? Well, we we are the people. Hey, you with a sad face, come up to my Answer the fucking question, question. stop singing, you dick. But uh, are, are, would, Rangers, would Rangers and Celtic... Be competing for Europa League with the teams in the have, Premier League with the teams with they have now. Europa League, well, Rangers obviously are competing, but the thing is, if they compete in the Premier League, they're going to have higher gate receipts. They're going to have more of this, more of that. I they're more going money, to have more TV more rights. revenue money. I say they probably could be a Rangers has more supporters than any team in the league nearly, barring the big two. Maybe. Ah, right. They're not. I don't think they're worldwide more. Right now, it's one Liverpool, Arsenal, you know that. Say, big, I let's, two big three. Right, let's say, let's nah. say, Rangers. Rangers aren't a better club than Liverpool or Man United or Arsenal. That's what I mean. Or Chelsea. Except for them. Nah. Except for, I, I oh, say, you mean after that? Yeah, I'm saying they are. I'll say the big they're, big, they're a bigger club than Man City. Even Arsenal, maybe. Celtic and Matt, Rangers are both bigger but clubs you, than Man City. Do you honestly think, say, Rangers and Celtic, let's use them as a template for Wolves. They come up from the Championship. 
and they were first season qualifying for for the Europa League. Can you see Rangers or Celtic doing that? Rangers would finish eighth in the Premier League now. I think Rangers or Celtic would be similar to Everton or West Brom. They'd come up and they they would have more money and they would throw money at their squads. But ultimately, there is always going to be four or five better squads in the league than them teams. I think always. Yeah. Oh, aye, oh, aye. Always. That's mm. bullshit that if Rangers and Celtic could come up within five or six years, they'd be competing for the Premier League title. Crawl back into your hole. I, you think if, I think if Rangers were in the Premier League and Celtic were in the Premier League, what are we? There's been, goal, a, there's been goal, another goal. Goal, goal, goal. Marcus Rashford again. What's that? Many games have Sheffield United now played 13. Yeah, one, one point. One. Here. The Derby Await squad for Christmas are getting Sheffield United kits. I say. Aye. Oh, do they not want them though? <laughs> like, that's, that, this Aye. is the worst start ever to a Premier League season. And Derby County were the worst team ever. What has gone wrong for Sheffield? Ever. I'm baffled. Can't score goals. What? Ryan Bruce, sir, Can't score Never goals. Man. But, uh, not even starting, Josh. No. No, he doesn't fancy him anymore. million for him. Not bad. Rangers, Celtic fans, let us know what you think. We're probably very biased towards the Premier League, but your teams are shit. Fuck off. And they're, they're not. They're not shit. I mean, Stevie G's doing a great job. They're... They learn. They're, that's what it's called. Popcorn teeth. We are the people. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. Do you want to just do the quiz? I think we'll move on to the quiz. Right. Before uh, we'll go on to the quiz and we'll do it properly. Aye, sorry. Not like guys. the fucking rep will be in the corner. But Guilty! Right, so. We're around a circular table. Who's in the corner? Shut up, you Pity blinders looking here. Right. Uh, we're doing a quiz on stadium attendances. Oh, I'm going to give you um, a league fixture and I'm going to tell you the stadium it was played at and I want you to guess to the nearest hundred the stadium attendance. So, for example, if I was to say Man United versus Man City and Josh, you were to guess 73,000. 500 and Sam you would guess 73,200 and the attendance was 73,300 Sam you'd win because you're closest well done thank you <laughs> you've been spot on at least, at least I've researched this properly and I've not used a shitty Irish website which plagues its websites with ads like Joe so like don't use like uh, five, no, don't go 55,462. No, just go 55,462. Newcastle against West Brom back in April of 2018 at St James's Park. Josh, what was the attendance? 51,500. Sam? 43,700. The attendance was 52,283. Josh, 1-0. Second fixture. Cardiff against Swansea in January of this year, 2020. At the Cardiff City Stadium. 
Sam, attendance. 23,000. 23,000. I'm going to go 30,000. Josh, 30,000 wins. It was 28,529. 23,000 is a good guess, too. It wasn't bad. It was right last year. Liga, Marseille against Monaco in January of 2019 at the Stade Velodrome. Josh, who's the two? Marseille and who's on? Twenty-five-thousand-five-hundred-twenty-three-twenty-five-thousand-five-hundred-twenty-three-twenty-five-thousand-five-hundred-twenty-three-twenty-five-thousand-five-hundred-twenty-three-twenty-five-thousand-five